0: This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3,741 for Monday, the 5th of December 2022. Today's show is entitled, HPR Community News for November 2022. It is part of the series HPR Community News. It is hosted by HPR volunteers and is about 55 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is, HPR Volunteers talk about shows released and comments posted in November 2022. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today it's Community News for November 2022. Joining me as ever is
1: <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Oh, It'll be cut out by... Uh, silence, David. silence. <laughs> right, take two. Take two. <laughs> <I had> to- <laughs> no, no, yeah, no right. leave, it, leave, it, leave it. <laughs> it um I was having difficulty remembering who I was and I looked over and I'd written it on the screen there. So I'm- <laughs> This is... <laughs> it's not true, it's not true, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> this is Dave Morris, uh, who's sort of slightly out of it in Edinburgh. <sighs>
0: Oh, my God. All right, before we start, we have a call for shows open. There is a free slot this week, as in two days' time, free slot. Remember, HPR is a community podcast. I can't stress this enough. It's not a sit back and relax and sure it'll be grand. It's not a Spotify podcast, although we're probably on Spotify. It's not where you sit back and there's Patreon people and there's a team of people behind us. There's you and there's us. So you need to record a show and send it in to us. If you don't know what to record, go, Hi, I'm a listener. I've been listening for blah, 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 how long. And this is stuff about me, particularly related to tech. And then we, Dave and I, will make sure that we supply you with suggestions for other shows. And then it's very simple. Yeah, we've got a lot of shows from uh, the same hosts all this year. So now... We're coming up to the end of the year. Your New Year's resolution for January 2022 was record a show for HPR. Get your finger out and do that. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, I echo that.
0: Okay, Uh, for those of you who don't know, HPR is a community podcast where the shows are submitted by people like you. And one of the hosts that stood up to the plate was will be introduced by Dave.
1: <laughs> we had a new host this month, and um, the name is, I believe, I haven't actually heard this person pronounce their own name. No, they, they, forgot, they forgot to okay, introduce okay. themselves. We'll, 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 we'll ask them to, to do that in the future, but I read it as King Easy. So, yeah. or oh, yeah. Looks That's a, a bit, bit like King Wheezy, but uh, there you go. King Easy. So we'll be King hearing easy. more could be a check. later super so what we do here
0: on this show is uh, Dave and I are the janitors uh, here on HPR we put down our mops for a while and have a quick chit chat about the goings-on the shows that were posted anything else that we've been working on or people have been talking to us about or um, updates so before without further ado let's talk about last month's show starting with video editing with Shotcut on a low-end PC by Monsieur X.
1: Nice to hear, Mr. X, again. And uh, this is quite interesting. I never heard of this particular bit of software. I, mm-hmm. I uh, so- It sounds quite intriguing. I've, I must go and look. I meant to, but I haven't done it. I have been playing with um, Caden Live recently, trying yep. to stick together things that people send me on Telegram. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Maybe shortcuts easier. <laughs> I've used it uh, in the past
0: with from what Mr. X says, it may have improved significantly. So, uh, <laughs> we'll go with that. It was it's also, uh, yeah, I'm also, um, you know, explaining the use of a video editor on an audio podcast might seem a bit strange, but this is the man who was able to teach people how to solder using a podcast. So <laughs> he, did too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did actually,
1: that was in yeah. a hell of an yeah. achievement that one.
0: Yeah. So did we have any comments on that one, Dave? No. Commenters are obviously too busy recording shows, which is excellent. Um, making Ansible playbooks to configure single sign-on for popular open-source applications. Now, this is one that I'm... uh by Jeroen, uh fellow Nederlander, and uh, he has a way there to... He currently supports BitWarren, Jenkins, GitLab, KeyCloak, Nextcloud, Odo... XWiki and Zebit, Zebix. Fantastic little project there. Not something that I'm going to be using now, but it is something that I have in my to-do list.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really need single sign-on on my systems here because it's just me. <laughs> it's a, but it's a it's a fascinating thing. I was involved in this at work, it, um, um, and we didn't do anything like that. So uh, yeah, that, that it was most interesting. Could have been a bit longer. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's yeah, great yeah. to have, but a little bit more. I wrote down. Oh, I wish I wish I'd heard more about this. It sounded fascinating. But anyway, Excellent. thanks for the show.
0: Yeah. Actually, good idea there, Jeroen. Uh and show basically, yeah, a bit more info on it would be great. Maybe how to set it up for next cloud. That might be a good, you know, taking as an
1: example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That ah, is an application, isn't it? Yeah, for single sign on.
0: Yeah, good. Following day, we had HBR News InfoSec, the language of security by some guy on the internet. Uh, that was me in the HPR helicopter. <laughs> okay, fine.
1: There was some teletype in the background. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> <everybody> <laughs>
0: <said>. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. This is uh, what typo squatting is and how spammers use it. I did come across an article about this, but it is. It's it's actually scary this. I th- there is really with some of the type sets there is no way to know that it's not mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. website that you think it's going to be.
1: Yeah, it used to be bad in the early days because you could use different fonts and stuff. I think couldn't you? Or you could rely on on the font, but now now that Unicode's here, it could it, it really can be anything, can't it? Yeah, yeah. So yes, we had a comment. <sighs> From uh, shall I, I start the comments? Please, please yep. sends in a message, another form of typo squatting, and uh, mentions a another way of typo squatting, and sends a YouTube link, which I have to have to confess I haven't actually looked at, but uh, yeah, something we should all check out.
0: So the following day, we had the next in our DOS series via hookah, uh, practicing DOS dot. But, uh, sorry, <laughs> practicing batch files with Echo. You, you can, can see. How pathetically poor we are at podcasting, Dave. I mean, surely
1: the <laughs> people listening people can do, join can in do and better. Us the way. <laughs> Come on, we're bringing this yeah. down here.
0: <laughs> anyway. anyway, DOS is a general algorithm for disk operating system. Anyway, uh, this is part of the DOS series, and this is using the echo command in batch files, which I have used uh, quite a lot in, in the day. So it's pretty, pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good to know very good to know it's um, good no no comments on this one but uh, yeah we, we I think we all appreciate it very much
0: and uh, the following day we had the community news where Archer72 is calling us a weirdo apparently thank you very much <laughs> keeps, keeps sending the shows in I don't mind We're, weirdos Ken great t-shirt idea hang around HBR and become a weirdo <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> That's, this was some some guy on the internet's uh, comments about uh, he's been, now he's involved with HBR, he's become a weirdo to all his <laughs> friends or something to that uh, effect, uh, uh, which I loved. Absolutely brilliant.
0: Bash snippet plurals in messages, how to use English singular plural words in messages. And I'm sure the audience out there can only ascribe this to one person. <laughs> so.
1: Who the 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 hell would do this this as a (laughs) show? Yes, next would be how I cut my fingernails.
0: (laughs) Ron says, great tip. I have used GNU get text utilities in projects. I didn't realise it was available in Bash. I understand that irritating feeling when seeing one files processed or whatever object action is happening. I often put the plural in uh, parenthesis so it's one file brackets s processed do like your script dave but will probably take advantage of n get text if it is already on my machine however your bash function will be more portable if writing the script for wider distribution
1: Good. so i said in reply thanks ron I also encountered gettext before, but had never had any need to use it. I was surprised and pleased to find a command line interface to the package as well and hoped it might be of interest. I have used the Perl module, which is quite complex, lingua, en, inflect, now uh, replaced by lingua, en, inflection, which is very comprehensive. It even goes as far as brother and brethren, um, in terms of plurals, but life's too short. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Dear brethren, <laughs> we are gathered here.
0: <laughs> right. Yes, you are not alone, Dave, you are not alone. More HPR uh, news news for the community and I think uh, some guy on the internet is looking for a catchy title for these uh, these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This one was about threat analysis uh, uh, your attack surface and user space where Netflix cracks down on freeloaders and Samsung implements a private blockchain to link devices as well as talking about the Juno tablet which was actually a, a nice addition to the, to the show's
1: yeah, yeah, it's good. It was good. Uh, the, um, the, the, the details of the, the Juno tablet looked uh, looked in, intriguing.
0: So there were no comments on that one. The next day we had Archer72, um, my top Android applications. Uh, they were uh, AIO Launcher, which I haven't tried. I, I don't want to mess with launchers, to be brutally honest with you. Uh, Termux, which I use all the time. 2K SMS Messenger, which I don't use SMS that a lot, uh, that much. That a lot. Word not is. Um, I don't use SMS a lot anymore. Um, no. Let's see. Firefox, Opera Brave, ClearScan, PDF Scanner, and Optical Character Recognition, which has got a donation option. Attendant Pod, Tusky, 9 Viber. Uh, what did we say Viber was again?
1: I remember looking at it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Audio uh, recorder, Explore, Pin, File Manager, Libra, eBook Reader, and a multi-timer, and of course, the US ham radio bands. So, Viper for mobile is a desktop, your desktop synced to your mobile account to activate Viper features. Yeah, it seems to be a, a sort of messaging application. Multi-platform, all right. synced. Okay, I fair off.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe I did look at it, because uh, I um, I use KDE Connect. So when things happen on my phone, I get pop-ups on my, my uh, Linux workstation screen and that, that type of stuff, and you can shunt files around and stuff. I, yeah, it's mm-hmm. worth of looking at that, maybe just to see if it's, uh, if it's any better. But yeah, interesting.
0: So the following day was another Android one from me, OSM Android uh, Public Transport, and i uh, was showing you how to use uh awesome android how to display transit routes so uh, public transport in any given location mm, which i've yeah, used to since then
1: yeah 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 it looks really intriguing i uh, i did have a look on the version i have installed here and uh, yep it tells me where the bus stops are <laughs> and which buses you can catch there and stuff so yeah it's it's uh, it's looking good so yeah, it
0: works for uh trains as well and, and the like mm-hmm. uh the thing i hate about buses other than than being buses is that you're you know you go to a new location if you're taking a tram the tram is following the lines it can't deviate off you know what i mean a train follows the line it can't deviate off but sure as anything. You know, you need to get up a get off a of bus stop C, yeah? And you're traveling along and it's bus stop A and then bus stop B and then all of a sudden you're at bus stop D because there's roadworks. <laughs> and then you're going. Is this bus stop D or did I miss that? And then you're watching all the advertisements going round on the thing. And then you see, oh, it's bus stop E coming up. So now you're two bus stops further down. <laughs> so that's why this sort of thing is absolutely perfect. That's where the <laughs> bus stop <laughs> is. That's where it should be. And if uh, if even if they don't stop, then I can uh, I can shout at them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I have done that with. I think it was uh, OpenStreetMap because you, you can track your movements with it, can't you? you, you can you actually see where yeah, you exactly. are in real time? Because, um, yeah, I, I've been to the wild parts of, of Edinburgh and, and not knowing where to get off for, for where I want mm-hmm, to be for mm-hmm. that, and knowing approximately where it should be. And, you know, when, looking at the window, you can't work it out. But looking at your phone, you, you can say, "Ah, oh, yeah, it should be at this junction here, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, that's really exactly. useful for that. So, yeah, very cool. So it's my turn to do a comment, I think. We have one from Kevin O'Brien who says, useful and timely, good show with useful information. We need to do everything to help people use public transportation. Something I saw on the internet, a developed country is not one where the poor drive cars, it's one where the rich use public transportation. Very good. That's a T-shirt right there. Indeed. Following day,
0: breaches ever reaching by Lurking Prion, a short episode about the reaching effects of breaches and forgotten accounts. This is, uh, yeah, this was a bit of an eye opener to me, I have to admit. So, yeah, quite good. Find out, yeah, I imagine all the accounts that have been breached over time.
1: I still occasionally get. people probing my mail on the basis that they have access to a password I had on a, on an old system. I can't remember what it was even now, something ages and ages ago. Um, I can't remember. It's not coming to mind, but, uh, yeah, they know the password because I haven't used it, the account for years and uh, I've deleted the account and the password was a 30 character one. And, you know, so, but, but, it, it, it still haunts me, you know, it's, it's yeah. there's no danger there at all, but these, these bums are still out there trying to, uh, to wind me up about it, you know?
0: Yep. Uh, so there was one comment on that by hammer on hammer on, I guess hammer on. Very good. Old live journal. I used to love live journal years ago. They changed ownership and terms of service. I did not agree with the new terms of service and I wanted to delete my account, but I cannot access this unless I agree to the changed terms of service first. So the account sits dormant. Anyone have any thoughts on this? (laughs) Actually, actually, yes. You write a letter on paper Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to them and you uh, ask them to shut your account ideally you write a letter from a european country and you ask them to shut your account if you're in a european Mm -hmm. country you have a lot more control because you can contact the privacy officer directly now they may be requiring you to uh, prove that you are who you say you are i uh, once was trying to shut an account because they have my email address and uh, in order to lodge the complaint they needed my email address my home phone number my uh, living address my uh a copy of my passport
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so uh, a quick call to the uh privacy officer put a put that one to bed
1: <laughs> yeah wow these people are always grabbing the sort of data because data's money these days isn't it indeed uh Following day.
0: Expanding your file system with LVM, which is Linux Volume Manager. Roan describes adding a new hard drive to his work computer and expanding his file system. And this had me worried. Very, very worried. Because, uh, yeah, a, uh, he has a hard disk, and then he added another hard disk, and then he made one big hard disk of both. So now if either hard disk goes, you've lost Old hard disks.
1: Stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm.
0: I'm. I'm a bit paranoid about that, but
1: yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I we used it at work way back, um, and then we, we didn't use that anymore. We used alternatives. But uh, I have set it up on a machine here in the past, but uh, it uh, the machine became unusable in the end. Not nothing to do with that, but yeah, I, I, I I'm happier just with individual discs to be honest at the moment so yeah I would have some, some qualms, you'd need some pretty spectacular backups and, and raiding and stuff to be to be happy about you I would think
0: Yeah but on the other hand what's a like 256 disc versus a 500 disc, it's like two 256 discs together so I was I was thinking about that oh no you shouldn't do that but on then on the other hand, yeah you're not doubling your risk I suppose you're yeah, yeah. You're increasing your risk by doing it, but on the other hand, if you've got a good backup in place, you have got a good backup in place for everything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. what yep, does it matter? Yep.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it does give you some advantages in in having a sort of um, potentially infinite amount of uh, of disk. You know, uh-huh. Not infinite, really, but but yeah, something yeah. that can just grow and grow as you as you need it to. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have mixed feelings about it, to be honest. But these young ones, Dave. Live free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have a. It's my turn to comment. Isn't it? Please, yeah. definitely. ZenFloater2 says, Love server problems. I run OpenBSD now for about 14 years. Loved your show. Reminded me somewhat of my own problems. Very cool.
0: Next day, we had uh, by Ben RC a Pinebook Pro review. And if I'm not mistaken, sneaky old BSD popped its nose in here as well. As it does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, there it is. BSD, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're being taken over by BSD, Dave.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to have alternatives. True.
0: At least to submit yours, you know.
1: True. This this was a doozy of a show, it was a yeah. massively long <laughs> and full of full of excellent detail. It um I got the message that Pinebrook Pro is for hackers he says it in the almost exactly that way um not really a daily use machine so yeah i i I, i'm slightly tempted but finally i don't have enough hours in the day these days i
0: have a i have a pine book here if you want that (laughs) the keyboard's atrocious but if you want it for hacking feel free to have it i can send it over have a think have a think dave
1: anyway Uh, uh, there are lots of comments on this one
0: sorry i cut you off
1: Oh, sorry. No, it was your turn actually to do. Was it? Thought, thought, yeah, thought I did one it. on the last
0: show. <laughs> so, floater two said, "I like the show. I like the show, and I'm a squirrel who lives in a magical forest in Oklahoma, and I use a hundred and forty-nine dollar Chromebook for my ra- main rig. Now, there should be a segment of the human race which suffers like this for fun." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent hey, comment. Oh God.
1: And uh, one of spoons comes in with a comment saying "programmable ROM." No, 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 but- you
0: can't. You can't introduce them as one of spoons. It's
1: one of spoons. <laughs> 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 I just don't know what the game is that you play with with that. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, programmable ROM. I played with Odroids and the Ubuntu phone, then compiled Lineage OS and flashed Android, so I recognised the territory. I've been tempted by bus pirates and oscilloscopes, but I remember that RISC-V devices are on the horizon, so maybe I should read through those instruction sets and avoid the hard work.
0: And B says Rockchip chip. Thanks for the benchmarking. Hopefully they'll release an updated version board with RK3588 and more RAM.
1: Interesting, yeah. Sunzu says, available distros. Hi, nice show. Thanks, therefore. You mentioned the Linux kernel may handle the CPU setup better than BSDs. So I want to mention the Slackware Arch64, which occasionally supports the Pinebook, Slackware is relative BSD, like it uses SysV in it instead of SystemD, for example. And you could get the advantage of the Linux kernel's hardware compatibility. Long story short, if you'd like to check it out, here is the link. And here's a link to Slackware and the Pinebook Pro. Hmm. It's currently only the only the current version, but I run it on my Raspberry Pi 4. It's not broken until I ran it. Sun Tzu. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, the following
1: day we had Contributing to Super Tux
0: Cart by Celeste and loads of links about the game and they were explaining the workflow to contribute to a floss game with some media assets. Not immediately the first thing that jumps out at one, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to know. Good to know. And DNT says car
0: rambling great show it's a good idea to record a show by rambling during your drive perhaps even a car rambling series would be worth thinking about
1: absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 i made a note that that it was recorded while driving i i'm always surprised people can can uh sound you know reasonable <laughs> and uh, and have joined together thoughts under those circumstances i can't, yeah, do, the, I can't do the joint together just sitting here in a chair <laughs>
0: As I take the train to work, I'm I'm a bit loath to do a HBR show. Hi, everybody! Hacker Public Radio. Blah 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 blah. A <laughs> oh, oh, carriage oh.
1: Turns around to <laughs> look.
0: People people do their makeup. I've seen loads of strange things. I've seen people changing <laughs> changing from work clothes to party clothes in the train. All right, <laughs> fun times, eh? Yeah. How are you going to do that bit? Ah, okay, very clever. (laughs) Clinton Roy, is it your go or my go, Dave? I'll do it. I think it's yours
1: actually, because I did the last one.
0: Damn, question mark. Presumably referring to dykes uh, and other water retention stuff. I really need to find a good way of keeping notes about podcasts I listen to on the go. This was an episode with some backstory on Hoover Dam. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Oh, actually, <laughs> you mustn't say dam. said, dam. No, okay. it, was, it was interesting. I
1: yeah. um, when I took my kids to um, America, twenty eleven. It was we one of the bits that we drove around was through Arizona from Las Vegas to the Grand Canyon and we sort of fiddled around there a bit, followed Route 66 as um, a hooker did. And so we saw some of those sorts of areas, but not enough. I would love to see more. So I, I, I was looking at the map and I understood where he was talking about. And he was, it, I love these travel shows actually because I always have to run to a map and yeah, gaze yeah. At the places he's he's talking about and uh, you know see if I can get some pictures or whatever. And it it, it is a, a great insight into the uh, the journey that he's he's taking. Excellent stuff.
0: Living vicariously through someone else. That's what we're all about. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Speech recognition in Caden Live, and this was done by uh, DNT. And how to get speech rec- recognition to transcribe? Ton- <laughs> we could do some of that here. How to get some speech recognition to transcribe your clips in Caden Live? And you do the first comment.
1: So it's from Celeste who said, Didn't know the feature. Thanks, I completely missed this new feature. Caden Live has improved so much in the last years. But, minute 440, yep, it's both free as in price, both Libra open source.
0: And the next comment was by DT replying, Both Libra and open source. Yes, I used abundance of caution here, to be honest. I only assume caden live is open source let alone free software so i'm gonna try not to walk around saying things are free software i once heard a very well-meaning person say that adobe bridge was free as in speech software this was in portuguese in which there can be no ambiguity between free as in beer and free as in speech i nearly fell out of my chair thanks for your comment celeste
1: yeah ambiguity of english in this respect is uh, unfortunate
0: to be honest the only reason we're with this problem and i've done a show about this the only reason we have this problem is because somebody thought it was funny and it was a stupid name to pick it's a bug and it's a waste of time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. anybody who says the argument about oh it only takes five minutes to explain to somebody about it yeah but in that five minutes you've proven yourself to be a plunker yeah (laughs) whereas you could be actually explaining how important the whole free software is if you added two additional letters freedom software why hell i surely do understand why that's an important thing thank you very much i can get it into my head what type of software it is no it has to be a joke
1: yeah Yeah.
0: and i also think that with naming of of projects for example yeah i won't go into them but uh, this is a rant (laughs) it's just you're making it more difficult to find your project you're making it more difficult for people you're making you're putting time and effort into something and you're making it more difficult there's enough barriers in a way without all the crap that we're putting on top ourselves (gasps) yes
1: yes 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 I have been guilty of naming projects stupid, stupid names that seemed like a good joke at the time, but yep. a year down the road, you you are very, very cringy and scared of ever mentioning it again. And um, yeah, yep, don't yep. do it. That's yeah, the uh,
0: And it's hard to name projects, but yeah, something as important as that, then outsource it to somebody. Yep, uh, and uh, it's not just it's it's not just free libre software. There's Somebody has named a kitchen appliance a cooker. Now, Dave, what would you think that would be, a cooker?
1: Um, Something that cooks, I would imagine.
0: Exactly. It's It's a kitchen appliance, all right, but not an oven or a cooker, which is the generic name for that item in which you bake something in every Irish kitchen. No, it's a water tap that provides you with scalding hot water when you need it and hot and cold water. And they call it a cougar, because they're fricking morons, Dave.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: And I I could understand if
1: it was named named like that back in
0: the 1800s before we had a thing called the internet, but they knew it would have zero Google-ability, and yet they named it that.
1: I should have called it an old faithful or something.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Hot water tap, yeah. Yeah.
1: Careful now, it's bloody hot. (laughs)
0: Anyway, oh that was a, that was a bit of a rant. Oh, and by the way, if you completely disagree with anything I'm saying and you hate my guts right now, pause, record a show and send it in.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Excellent.
0: Next one. My experience owning an Atari Jaguar. And I thought, well, this was going to be one of the um, you know, your car series ones where my first car was a my first car was an Atari Jaguar. But actually, <laughs> no. <laughs> it turned out to be a uh, computer
1: <laughs> yeah not heard of this one at all no, about, but then I wouldn't have done really because I'm not into that sort of thing but uh, even my uh, my son hasn't uh, hasn't ever mentioned it
0: never never heard of it actually
1: mm. sounds sounds very cool uh, these things when you look at them closely are, are rather cleverly built and uh, have interesting features and stuff um, yeah so it's, yeah. it's good to know so,
0: A home video console for anybody uh, not knowing. So there's an awful lot since I've moved to Mass, or been on Mastodon, a lot lot of people are into uh, retro gaming and restoring these consoles.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That
0: and cats. Cats. Cats appear to be everywhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I joined my daughters on Mastodon now, and uh, we both joined Cats of Mastodon, and you get absolutely drowned oh. by, by cat pictures. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Is she on my
0: uh, Osmia show list? <laughs> she, sure. she kept talking about
1: how she was going to do a show uh, actually, well, that's, that's earlier, earlier this year, but and uh, she, she's uh, got, she's got... Distracted. I don't know. I shall next time I see her, which will be at Christmas, I will say to her, um, about doing that show you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should,
0: uh, if you uh accidentally uh ping her and with my handle on there, I can be sure to remind her on a regular (laughs)
1: basis. (laughs) (laughs) She might never speak to me again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, it's a win win. (laughs) smite the battleground of the gods and i was listening to this while i was cleaning out the turf bunker for my mother i was wondering should i do a show about turf actually but uh i don't know probably (laughs) yes if i was now that i hear myself saying it yeah.
1: yeah 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 i mean i know the basic principles of uh of turf fires and stuff like that because 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 i come from that era <laughs> but uh, it would be fascinating to to know more yep i'll uh, i'll have a think the next
0: time i'm back in paddyland mm. lurking prion said let's do a show hit me up and let's do a show or six
1: <laughs> cool Cool, cool, yes. And some guy on the internet says, sure, I'm game. Are you on Element Stroke Matrix, the HPR room? I'm also on Mastodon. We can use the HPR Mumble server to record. So uh, I know that uh, since then, Lurking Brian is on Mastodon. And uh, so so hopefully there will be an interesting uh, show coming from the, the two of them in due course. <clears throat> so, uh, D,
0: the internet super server proving that slackware is an inferior operating system see dave see what it did there dude <laughs> <laughs> that oh, doesn't get the slackware can, people out of You hear
1: people typing already <laughs> already yeah
0: <laughs> i don't want them typing i want them recording
1: <laughs> so, writing the they, notes that so they're gonna send yeah them. exactly
0: yeah yeah <laughs> i let d this super the internet super server and i had never really considered this so much but this actually convinced me there are loads of occasions where i would use this
1: yep yep it's it's actually an amazing idea i i found it um i was had a, a brief conversation with uh BNRC about this sorry i'm coughing yeah the mute on um and uh i had we had an equivalent of of um, d on the bms system that i managed and mm-hmm. I used that a fair bit for all manner of things. Um, so you could you could ask it for a password, and there was a password generator behind a a port one of the one of the range above the normal port mm-hmm. range. And uh, so you get a password from it, and you could you could do. It was also used as part of the student registration system. They would come; new students would arrive on campus. They would walk up to a PC. They would. Hit something or other to start up a, an application, and the application let them enter their details and get stuff about their their uh, login and stuff, and set a password. And that was all done by an a, a, a program running on the on the um, Windows machine, which sent a, a blob of data to an ID um, port for the specific purpose. It was just a single packet this thing received and it sent back an acknowledgement and uh, an okay when it had done the the business. And That was so easy to write compared to other Mm -hmm. things. It was lovely. It was really good. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's a really nice thing.
0: So, what it does is it makes writing programs that talk over the network super easy. So, rather than having to have a web server and all sorts. And it also goes over SSL. No doubt you sent passwords over SSL Dave because sending them clear text over the network would be a bit silly.
1: <laughs> but they were a single use password and they had <laughs> to change ah. them yeah, yeah. and stuff, but right, yeah. It yeah. was it was the old it was the days, it was the nineteen eighties nineties. But yeah. Well, Telnet was it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were telling it in everywhere, yeah, merrily uh
0: sinza says great show i always like your shows but i was wanting to work with net bsd inetd which seems to be similar to OpenBSD cousin for a personal project of mine this show came at the right time and i learned a lot see dave it's a conspiracy it's a conspiracy <laughs> by the B- BSDers. Uh, the bsd
1: is at the gates I mean, it's, where it's are all Bradley. these arch
0: lennox people when you need it <laughs>
1: and all these VMS people that's what I want to find yeah exactly but Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Zen Flotus says Zen 2 love this he says love OpenBSD try Figuita sometime smiley face I think that's how you pronounce it isn't it F- Figuita yeah that's how he pronounced it as I recall Figuita
0: which is an OpenBSD 7.2 first released in October uh, thir- that can't be right I mean, it is what it is. It's an open BSD version. Mm-hmm. So the next one is the I3 Tying Window Manager. Again, from Archer72. Lots of the same names coming up, people. Lots of the same names. These people are not paid professional hosts, yeah? They're fellow people who have also busy lives, who also have, time to have taken a few minutes out to record a show. Yeah? Please share the burden. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, absolutely i3 uh, is a lightweight tiling window manager, and by tiling window manager, we mean Dave.
1: We mean one where you say, "Give me a window," and it it um, it appears on your screen, and then you say, "Give me another window," and it it slots itself alongside and another window, and that slots, and and they do things like sizing, so they really fill the space up and other fun things like that. Yeah, yeah, they they're cool. They're cool. That's what. It's pretty much what they all did back in the day, I think, didn't they? I think I remember um, using TWM and things like that. Is that not a window? Is that not a tiling thing? Yeah, could be.
0: Yeah, they don't uh, overlap, so nothing is hidden. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. it's all Mm -hmm. all right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It is? I did not know that you could run i3 with KDE. That that was a revelation. And, uh, I'd, like, I'd Yeah, I've got a note to myself to, to try some of this to see, because I have the case where I have eight virtual desktops and two monitors, so that's mm-hmm. 16 <laughs> desktops, and mostly they just have one thing on them, but when I want to have a bunch of things, it's such a pain to have to lay them out so that this one takes half the screen and that one takes the rest yeah. of the screen and whatever. It would be lovely if you could just say, right, you... Do sit over there, and you share the space with it and stuff, and, and it would just auto, happen automatically. So, I uh, don't know if I'm I'm expecting too much here, but it would be great. Yep. following day, we had a
0: show by Tlatu, and it was either going to be Tlatu or you that did this show, about metasyntactic words. Blah, 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 <laughs> literally. <laughs> cool. And Having no clue what a metasyntatic word was, uh, I was very interested in hearing this show. And it's about this food bar Barbaz thing, which I had been embarrassingly long time wondering what the hell food bar Barbaz was. And it's very difficult to search for because all example programs have got food bar Barbaz in it. And uh, it was only on one of the GNU World Order shows that to mentioned in passing oh yeah the food bar baz is just a placeholder you know that you use like example.com for a domain name when running a program ah thank you and this show explains that so this will now be linked anytime <laughs> i need to explain food bar baz or
1: blah. <laughs> no no it's it's, it's great it, it is important i mean it's always been an issue with writing documentation one of the things my first job in it was one where i did did documentation and you had to write things like uh, the command is such and such a thing and you had to sort of put a token that meant here's where you put the the variable item that you want to to um to work with and we spent a lot of time in that department working out what was the best way of signifying this we ended up Using because this was this was in the days of typing, um, and we got the typist to put sort of greater than, uh, less than, greater than signs around it, diamond brackets as we tended to call them, around a word that says you know <coughs> name of your, word, your program idea. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but yeah, so that, that that has been a problem to have some metasyntactic symbol. That uh, that that you can use in that in that context. So it is an important thing. I think um, British English speakers tend not to use foobarb, as at least in my in my experience um, they tend to use other silly more silly words. You know, like apple, carrot, banana, or something. The things I've seen mm-hmm. <laughs> documented have used those sorts of things. And there's a thing about the Brits have got this thing about rhubarb. For some reason, yeah, rhubarb means is a sort of meta syntactic word, and uh, y- y- yeah, it means just sort of generic noises that, that people make, or maybe speech that's indistinct or something, which is what blah 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 really is indistinct speech. No, 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 no. Rhubarb <clears> has a <throat> uh,
0: rhubarb has a history because it's used it's uh, it's used in the theatre. It gives that murmuring sound Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the background where people are having a conversation and you want them to be a general feeling that people are having a conversation so you talk rhubarb 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 and it gives uh, (laughs) the various different tones and when it interacts it sounds remarkably like people are having genuine conversations or that could be just a something i met up a myth (laughs) who knows the only way to know is somebody to research it and record a show
1: about it Indeed, indeed, yes. yes, I'm looking forward to the (laughs) Metasyntactic Rhubarb show very soon.
0: (laughs) Anyway, um, I've just found a bolt underneath my chair, which I don't know if I should be worried about or not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not the famous bolt from Abu, is it? No, (laughs) no, no. Okay.
0: Review of Kobo Libra H20 e reader. Yes these are uh this is a good show and uh i have a version of this i think or uh something from the same family
1: yeah i hadn't i knew of them i knew the name but i've never researched them i don't think the libra h2o is available um anymore yeah. in anymore but uh, there's quite a, a range of others um in fact, I mentioned it to my family, saying there's one called the Kobo Clara, and just just by by the by, <laughs> that's my daughter's name, so so uh, she's going to ask for one soon, I'm sure. I think that's the one I have, and there, mm-hmm. it's possible to
0: uh, de, um, you know, put your own firmware and stuff on them, or mm-hmm. de- mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it's also just simpler to come up with a random email address and uh, and register the one time and then you'll turn off Wi-Fi
1: after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, I'm intrigued to, to find out more more about it, actually, because a, mm-hmm. a, a reading tablet would be nice for the same reasons uh, that, uh, that 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 Rome speaks about. Yeah, I prefer,
0: I prefer a book myself, but on the other hand, there, if you're going travelling or wherever, it's nice to have all the books available.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep.
0: Anywho, uh, no comments on that as yet. It was late in the month, so people may need some time to respond. And the following day, we had and the last one was The K My Money on KDE. This was uh, the new show by uh, King Hey Z. And uh, the only way to correct our pronunciation of that name is to send in another show where you refer to the correct pronunciation.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, um, indeed.
0: And use scheduled tasks. Jump from two to three because three had a corruption in the recording. Okay, this was uh, this is interesting. I think, though, due to the due to the way tax, there's no pays pay you earn tax in the U.S. As far as I understand it, uh, people need this a lot more than other European countries, where at least in my experience, where your uh, your tax is assumed is paid at at source so there's a lot less tax to be done and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. although this was related to checks as well, i haven't seen the check since i left ireland
1: <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, that's that's very true it's all about waving cards at things these days yeah. or something but still it's um i have yeah. no real need for for such a thing anymore but uh it, it does sound quite interesting the fact that it no you can tell it about recurrent payments and that type of thing would be, would be very helpful. Um, you know, the thing that reminds you to, to pay something, uh, uh if you don't want to set up some sort of standing order or, a or yeah, exactly. a debit or those types of things. Um, so yeah, that, that sounds, sounds intriguing. Um, well, it just so happened that I was listening to GNU world order, uh, today. In fact, I'm way behind with all my podcasts and, um, uh, um, Clutchy was talking about k my money!" in his list of uh, of packages as he he got up to it, and he was saying that if you're setting it up for New Zealand, it doesn't doesn't know about New Zealand or or Australia, which caused me some uh, some puzzlement. I have to say, <clears throat> They have been there for quite a long time, you know. Well, you know,
0: there it's an apparently it's an internet myth that uh, is that New Zealand doesn't exist, or is that uh, <laughs> is that Norway or somewhere?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's not not an important factor, but it's just <laughs> intriguing. Okay, but cool
0: show. Uh, taking an application, reviewing it, sending it in. Brilliant idea. Love it. Love yeah, it. Love it. Absolutely. And that brings us back to the comments from last six comments on five previous shows. The 2 had a show about spectre. And Mr. X says, what a great tip. Hi, Tlatu. I just wanted to say I was intrigued by this podcast. By the way, this is about Audacity, the function of a spectrogram in Audacity. Uh, continuing on. Intrigued by this podcast, and I took note to try this out when I get a spare five minutes. I just opened my most recent show into Audacity and selected the spectrogram view. The results are amazing and any involuntary noises become so much more visible, making them easy to pick out and remove. I will be sure to use this in future shows. Thanks again for another brilliant show. Cheers, Mr X.
1: Very cool. The um, <clears throat> Some of the comments in this list, just between you and me, Ken, um, are, are highlighted in green, meaning we read them last time, but I think it got it wrong. My algorithm went went a tiny bit haywire because we had comments in at funny times, or we, we, we recorded at a funny time or something. Anyway, um, so I think the one from Binar C had already been dealt with. Oh, OK. <clears throat> but the comment from to, uh, on Zen to 2 show about cars from DNT, he says, pedestrians and cyclists. Recently, I heard a council person here in Kansas City which is in... what is Kansas? I don't know. What, what does MO stand for? I can't remember that one. Anyway, whatever that Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay.
0: There's... I think Kansas spreads. There's a Kansas City on one side and Kansas City on the other side.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like spring... Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas and Can-
0: Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> no, it's the same city, <laughs> it's just on different sides oh, of the okay, river, okay, different okay. states.
1: Okay. I thought it was like uh, there's always a a city called such and such in every state. But anyway, um, having heard here in Kansas City talk about how these bigger vehicles that are replacing cars are also far more likely to kill a pedestrian or a cyclist in a collision, say nothing of squirrels. I'd never considered that. They're designed with little regard for what might be in their path. Thanks for putting together this show and stay safe out there. I think we read all the other ones as far as I can recall.
0: Sorry, was uh, just putting that bolt back in and then the chair fell down, hit the washing machine <laughs> and all sorts of stuff just happened. All
1: right. <laughs> so sort of Laurel <Lord>. and <sighs> Hardy type Yeah, brain, very much, brain. yeah, <laughs> except
0: if it broke the washing machine, I could uh, get out of this house. I'll tell you that for another. <laughs> so we're all done. Mail list discussions. Let's see what chats we have. It was quiet on the mailing list this month. Usually that means there's going to be a shit storm next.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Just some guy talking about the community news. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always keeps popping up, that guy. So, yeah, that was was easy. So then, Um, um, yeah, go on, go go ahead. ahead. Take that. I was going to say that we can move on to any other business if if you're up for it. And um, one of the... The subject that I added this time was about the HBR, RSS feeds and HTTPS links and The question came up in November, I say, regarding the HPR RSS feeds, all of the URLs in these feeds use HTTP as opposed to HTTPS. Although this may seem odd, this is a fairly common thing to do because the RSS standard, such as it is, does not cater for HTTPS links. There is a concern that passing an RSS feed with such links to a validator, such as the W3C feed validation thing, Will result in it being marked as invalid. I don't know if that, that that is necessarily true, but it, it's it's a it's it's a thing that could could happen, and there are other validators that might might reject them. So uh, that's why we've stayed as we as we started. Is that right, Ken?
0: Yeah, pretty much. But the vast majority of uh, new podcast players switch to assume that there's a HTTPS link available and they use that. So. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And many that's fine i don't know i'm just informing wanted to inform people that's why it is if you have comments yeah, yeah. or or you have a huge objection to us then let us know and we'll see
1: yeah yeah we, we can certainly look into it but that i had not i was not aware that that was the case i, I knew rss was a pretty sort of hazy uh standard or non-existent even. Um, but uh, I wasn't quite clear how how little had been done to sort of ratify it in the in the time since it was invented. So, uh, yeah, that was a bit disappointing, <laughs> actually. But there you go. Yep, that's it. So the other AOB thing is just to say that the process of updating the various shows that I've mentioned every month is progressing, Um Managed to do 230 in November because I upped the the rate to doing 10 a day because I realised if I did that I, we would actually have it finished by the end of December, assuming I don't get run over by a, a Santa Claus or something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then uh, so yeah, looking like the 29th or 30th of December is the end, end day. So yeah, so it's 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 slow chugging away.
0: No doubt, I'll find something else for you to be doing, Dave. <laughs> Don't you worry.
1: <laughs> I tend to Don't... do that for myself, actually.
0: <laughs> and nobody, nobody need be toiling under the day thing, under the action. Oh, I have nothing to record a podcast about. Sure, I wouldn't be able to know what to record a podcast about. I have literally books upon books of Creative Commons stuff that can be narrated and put into a podcast no excuse there for anybody get in contact with me and i'll make sure we can volunteer you for something nary <laughs> a problem there sir
1: yep yep yep
0: good stuff good stuff all right that would be uh that would be my best irish accent there did you notice <laughs> oh sure we got a... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well yes absolutely absolutely uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. okay that's it dave we're done this has possibly been the worst HBR community news that we've had, but I'm sure we can drag it down even further if we apply <laughs> ourselves. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yes, we, we needed roan along to keep us on the so straight and narrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, good, good, No. Good, didn't didn't take too long, so that's fine. Okay, tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public. <laughs> You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com. The Internet Archive and Rsync.net Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.